This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's something for the weekend time. We are back after an international break. Joining me to preview the Chelsea game, Mr. Chris Bird. Welcome. Hello, sir. How are you doing? All well and good. Fully refreshed, recharged, ready to go for seven games in the space of the month of April, where our destiny for the end of the season will be decided. And very pivotal uh, and very poignantly we played Chelsea the game that I think if we won at Stamford Bridge it would flip the whole season on its head in terms of the potential of where we're going to potentially finish because at the moment I'm thinking this is all well and good we're watching the team develop setting up next season nicely but if we beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge suddenly this season actually comes into sharper focus does it not I think so. With the, you know, with three games in a sort of a seven-day period, was it Chelsea away, Leicester away, Forest at home? You think you get a win against Chelsea in the first one, and if you can get points, if you can get out of that week with like seven points at least. While Chelsea will be bogged down with Champions League commitments, yep, two two legs against Madrid, isn't it? And you go three points above them after beating them at Stamford Bridge. Suddenly, Potter will be under increased pressure. Because if they don't get through that Champions League game, then uh, after what we've done to them, he could be uh, bootski, and that will put them in a mm. bit of turmoil and opportunity knocks. This could be an exciting season, Chris. But all of a sudden, it could be. We just we just got to keep it alive for as long as possible. How are you anyway? How did you get through the international break? I think I watched the last 20 minutes of the Ireland game because I happened to be in Dublin and Ireland played very well, actually. Uh, they had plenty of passion, as they always uh, do throw into the games against the big guns. But very unlucky not to uh, get something out of that game, although they shot themselves in the foot ultimately against France. But I didn't even know England were playing most of the games. Uh, I, I got the results uh, after I knew they were playing. I saw the goals. I saw the last probably 10 minutes of the Italy game just because apparently we were down to 10 men I thought oh that might get interesting and I saw half an hour of the Ukraine game mm. and that was about it 
I thoroughly enjoyed the actual break during the international break. To be honest, yeah. Well, we'll talk about more the, more about our international breaks in the in the main show. But let's catch up with what's been happening at Villa Park with a Villa minute. Uno, dos, tres. Villa breached the top 10 for a couple of hours for the first time under Emery after a 3-0 win over Bournemouth. The Villa boss held it as the best performance under him, as a commanding performance largely neutralised what had been an improving Cherries team. Douglas Luiz got the ball rolling after good work by Leon Bailey as Villa made another fast start. Villa controlled the first half without killing the game off by adding to their goal advantage. Martinez pulled off a great save from Billing after the break as Bournemouth reminded Villa the game wasn't won. Despite some huff and puff from the visitors, it was Jacob Ramsey who sealed the points with a smart finish and when Emmy Buendia converted a Luiz corner for 3-0, it was game over and a long drive back to the seaside for Bournemouth to contemplate their relegation zone reality. In the final stages, it could have been more as Villa's ruthless streak grew. A job well done throughout for Emery's men. Four games unbeaten and three clean sheets to boot. Villa went into tenth until Chelsea's point against Everton hours later. Villa's women's team had a great week with a huge FA Cup quarterfinal victory over Man City and a 5-0 home win over Leicester put them in driving seat for fifth place in the WSL. Diego Carlos got vital minutes in behind closed doors game during an international break in which Jacob Ramsey captained England's under 21s, McGinn scored for Scotland and Duran netted his first Columbia goal. Unai Emery was nominated for March Manager of the Month. Villa now travel to the capital in a real loser takes 11th clash against Chelsea. If Villa win at Stamford Bridge, the potential to their season finish could totally transform. Ooh. If you wonder what I do uh, while Chris reads the Villa Minute, in this case, I et a whole croissant. <laughs> so that shows the productiveness of other things you can do during a Villa Minute. <laughs> Multitasking there. I'm sorry, I'm just finishing it. What do you it. do during the Villa Minute? <laughs> just, just finishing it off now. The press conference, uh, Unai Amri's press conference, has been done a bit earlier this time. Uh, as as we said, at the time of injury, Kamara, uh, we, we did say, I mean, we weren't like pulling out crystal balls, but we said we'd expect to see him immediately back after the international break. And the international break was very much a, a blessing because it did mitigate a couple of injuries that could have missed several games for Villa. So Kamara ended up missing two games and not the five out of the remaining 13 games at least uh, that Greg Evans had said. Getting his knowledge from actually nowhere, it's almost like an educated guess, but when you're not that educated, the results are always sceptical. So... uh one for the medium up it's up. But anyway, the Kamara situation, all good. But Villa have actually adapted largely to Emery getting a tune out of McGinn in that deeper position, yeah, which McGinn yeah, has played very well, very well compared to uh, previous managers when they've asked him to play a bit deeper. So credit to McGinn there that we haven't even noticed uh, Kamara. All of a sudden the squad starts to look a bit stronger, doesn't it? When you've got Dendonka back, you've got Diego Carlos on the bench now. Yeah. No, this is why you're starting to feel bullish about, well, if they can flip over Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, then suddenly we've got a we've actually got a bench now and because the games yeah. are coming coming thick and fast, we did need uh, a few extra bodies, let's be honest here. Seven games in April, you do need more of a squad. I think Coutinho's close. I think he's, he's as Emery said is progressing well. It's a shame he'll, you've got three games condensed into a week. Yeah, so he's going to miss them, but uh, hopefully he'll be back in training uh, this week or next. And even though, if you know, sort of last season, if you'd have lost Matty Cash at right back, you'd have maybe had a few worries. But actually, you've been we've been so confident in the way Ashley Young's done that you kind of you don't feel that we're we're any worse. 
Yeah, but Matty Cash was improving, so uh, and had been he pretty was, solid yeah. the last couple of games. But as you say, there's there's no. Uh, oh, excuse me, my croissant is repeating. There's no uh, flinching with Young coming back in the team there. Emery's starting to talk about the top ten. He seems, you know, he was talking about relegation before. So Emery's now talking about top ten. This is what we've been talking about the last few podcasts. Now Emery's on it, having been talking about relegation for the last couple of weeks. Has he not? Mm. Yeah, and just sort of saying, we're, we're, all we're doing is pulling away from the bottom. Yeah, but uh, I don't think he's building this game up as much as we just have there. But it, it is a big game. I mean, I've written about this on that BBC column I do as well, that you win this and it sh- suddenly turns the, the focus into the immediate here and now of this season because, oh, hang on a minute. We were talking about, well, we've just basically got a gun down Fulham and then you'll finish top half, which... That's the bare minimum you need to be finishing uh, this season to have some momentum. But you can actually, if if you can ransack Chelsea in terms of league position, not just the game, you would feel confident of getting back at Fulham and Brentford from the very fact that we're actually playing them, maybe even Brighton. So I would definitely be thinking about, we will be approaching the next podcast. If we beat Chelsea, we'll be looking at a bigger horizon now. And what a yeah. difference. That's like how pivotal this, this game will be. Well, it's another one of those ones that Phil talked about, like another hump game. Yeah, this is a proper proper one, I would say. It's, a, it's almost like a hump week. Yeah. With the three games in seven days, you can make a big dent with a couple of winnable ones and Chelsea's the opportunity game. Then you play Newcastle, which you wouldn't necessarily is a game you should win, but is a big opportunity to put another marker down, knowing that the running we have in May is very difficult. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at the three games, Chelsea, Leicester, Forest... If you, if I could pick two wins out of them, I would definitely uh, well, you'd, I would definitely pick Chelsea as one of the wins. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Even though people go, oh, if you go a draw against Chelsea, then beat Leicester and Forest. I, I would rather beat Chelsea because I think it's in terms of confidence and potential what you can do in terms of staying above Chelsea. It could get interesting. I mean, looking at uh, Chelsea's form uh, mm-hmm. over the last six games, Villa are seventh in the form table with 10 points. Chelsea, ninth, one, two, drawn two, lost two. And that's the kind of feeling I get against Chelsea. You, you don't really know what you're getting at the moment. It's very much a team in transition under Potter. Potter, let's say he's got one hand on the wheel as opposed to two, I think, at the moment. And if they were to get beat by Villa and knocked out the Champions League, that final hand might be yanked off it. Yeah, because they'd write the season off almost, especially having spent a lot of money. You're running out of managers now who could potentially take over. Would they uh, eject him or would they give him a, a clean crack with the pre-season? The end of the season, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. You're looking, if you're them, you're maybe looking for signs of progress. I'm saying and if Villa beat them be a and they get knocked out. At the moment. Villa beat them and they get knocked out of the Champions League. I think he's in trouble. Yeah, I, I agree. I think just the psychological thing of Chelsea being in the bottom half would be embarrassing for the fan base and the owners. Yeah, and then you look at the home form of Chelsea and it's actually, I mean, they've played a game less than Villa. They're one point behind Villa in the, in the home form, uh, well, the home record, shall we say. They've played 13 home games to Villa's 14, but Villa are ninth in the home form of all the Premier League teams this season and Chelsea a 10th and you know that's where it's gone wrong for Chelsea they've only won six of their 13 home games you can't be winning less than half of your home games or else it's just a recipe for disaster yeah agreed they've won two in the last six 
So they've got real problems. I think it's the challenge of that they've brought in so many new players and they've had a lot of injuries, but they they simply don't know what their best team is at the moment. Whereas we're quite, we Villa feel like quite a settled team under Emery now. Yeah, I think he's got his first 11 and uh, it's just if people are fit enough, there's maybe uh, one position he kind of jiggles around a bit. That's more up front. Obviously, McGinn went back to fill in while Kamara was out, but with Kamara out, you'd expect McGinn to go further forward now. Yeah, I'd, ex- I'd expect McGinn in for, uh, in, obviously, McGinn to stay in and probably Bailey to drop out, I'd have thought. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And in terms of form under Emery, and we're looking at Chelsea here, Chelsea's form since they've played 15 games since Emery came in at Villa. Now, Villa's are sixth in the Premier League in just games under Emery. In the 14 games, they've won eight. So it's European form. Chelsea are 11th in the game since Emery's taken over Villa. They've only won four of those 15 games. They've lost six. Villa have actually got nine nine more points than Chelsea in that period. Poor, isn't it? So you're looking at that and you're starting to smell another away win. I mean, you wouldn't jump the gun because Chelsea are one of those teams that have got the sign over Villa. But Villa have been kind of rectifying that uh, under Emery, I, I would, I would, I would give him credit for Feel, that. Feels a little bit maybe like when we went to um, to play Tottenham on New Year's Day, where yeah. on paper you thought well, you'd maybe take a draw here, but actually there's an opportunity of a team who are really sort of stuttering. You think actually if you got a bit of belief and the game goes the right way, I think, I think for example, if Villa were to take the lead, you might push on. Yeah, if you put your old Villa hat on, you're starting to think about statistics like Chelsea have won the nine of the past eleven games against Villa, and you know the only defeat was was it the closed door? Oh no, it was just when crowds were coming back. Ten thousand was it? It was the first yeah. game back after lockdown. Yeah, it was the last last game of the season. Twenty twenty one season. That's the only game uh, yeah. Villa have won in those uh, last eleven games. But, you know, the away form's even worse. Villa have won just one of their past 17 get league games at Chelsea. And that victory, was it under McLeish? It was the Stephen Island Yeah, it was scorer. the... 3-1 yeah, Stephen December. Yeah, Petrov scored, didn't he, though? 2011, so... Yeah, it was New Year's Eve, wasn't it, I think? 
Yeah, so you, the, the new Villa hat says, oh, real opportunity here. Oh, we've got no more points than Chelsea since Emery's taken over. This smells of as it did when we went to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium earlier this season. The old Villa hat says, oh, God, you know, you, t- you take a draw. But I don't want to draw in this. I want to win. <laughs> I would rather gamble yeah. double acquits for the win than take the draw. I think why not at this point? Why not? Yeah, because we're not finishing any lower than eleven. They've earned the right now. With the, yeah, with the run of form we've had, you know, we've we've put ourselves in a position where it's like just go for it. There's there's nothing to lose now and everything to gain. Yeah, and our away form is the third best in the Premier League since Emery's taken over. So that's why we we are allowed to talk loudly about beating potentially beating Chelsea. It's not just pulling something out of our backsides like like an outlandish statement. It's, it's a reality just where they are as well. I mean, you know, they've lost six of the last 15 games and they've only won four of them. So the actual stats, the facts of the stats suggest that we can do it considering our away form just in isolation of that. But our previous but our previous against every team is, is murky, isn't it, over the last decade or so? Yeah, because other than Everton, really, our form is just crap against pretty much every Premier League team. Threat meeting. It's it's awkward because Chelsea normally have, uh, you'd have two or three obvious uh, candidates. In terms of their injuries, is uh, Kante back? They think he might play, hasn't he? He's barely played this season. Has he? Yeah, Casa Kante they think might come back in. Whether he's just on the bench and he might not play the full 90, that might be the case. I've always rated Kovacic in the middle of the park. I think Mount might be back. Reese James has been injured. They've had, they've had a long list of injuries, but their squad is so bloody big that they can kind of accommodate it. Yeah, I mean, for goals actually this season, they've been relying on the old German, haven't they? Havertz who's actually got yeah. seven this season. And, you know, he's not their centre-forward, I mean, is he? Really, that a, that, you know, a Chelsea team of their top scorer has got seven goals and you're in sort of nearly the start of April. Shows where they're at. Yeah, their last home game against Everton, Felix was playing the more central forward role. And, uh, you know, he's only scored two, albeit he, he only came in in January. Yeah, he's a, he's a good player, to be fair. He's, he's lively, but they just don't know what their sort of their best team is still, I think. And they're, they're trying to sort of... I don't know. It, it took Potter a while, didn't it, when he went to Brighton to kind of get a, a style of play across. And you wonder if it's highly unlikely he would get the same level of patience from the, the Chelsea hierarchy. But yeah, overall, it's hard to uh, come up with a definitive uh, expectation of what Chelsea would potentially provide in terms of their main threats just because, uh, you know, they don't really know themselves yet uh, what their identity is. So we, we shall see. It'd be interesting to see how they're getting along. Uh, with that said, Mum's Paul's panel result. What are you going for? A cautious away win. He just says win all the time nowadays, old Chris Bud. Yeah, my, my heart says win, my head says draw, to be honest. So which one? Are you, which organ are you going for? Well, I'm an emotional person, David, as you know, so... <laughs> Uh, well, I want to win this game uh, in terms of making the season unexpectedly really interesting. exciting. Uh, so I'm going to go for a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had a great week or weeks and surely it's going to come to an end uh, watching the Villa. So that would be it. I would be pissed off if we get beat, put it that way, considering their f- how they've been playing and their recent form. There's, there's opportunity to take points here. You, you're not going to be disappointed with the draw, but if you win, you think, right, you know, now, now we're getting into the realms of what supporting Villa should be about. And uh, we've just opened up this season rather than kind of being cautious and just waiting for next season. So we shall see. 
In the meantime, thank you very much for supporting the show. Hope you enjoyed the uh, last episode where we gave you more specific insights into my recent advisory board meeting with the club at Bodymore where we met Lang and Emery's Spanish coaches and even uh, Austin McPhee. If you haven't listened to that, uh, I suggest you uh, give it a listen to get some proper insight. You won't find us talking about transfer targets that have got absolutely no chance of appearing at Villa. We don't waste your time. Life's too short. We just talk about alpha intelligence on this show. So give it a listen and thanks to all the uh, My Old Man Said members for supporting the show. We now have a back-to-back match club uh, extravaganza with the Chelsea and Leicester away game. So if you're a member, make sure you tune in for them. If you're not a member, what are you waiting for? Essentially, uh, on the away match days, we have a live podcast that everybody can uh, join in on. So what a better chance to uh, get to know our community than two games in a week of Match Club live action. Also, uh, when you become a My Old Man Said member, you get access to ad-free versions of the show. Speaking of uh, time is of essence, if you if you don't want to be listening to ads, this is one way of getting rid of them. And also you'll get access to extra shows as well as the key to the door of Match Club. So please do go to myomansaid.com and check out the membership link for further details there. Right, let's get this Villa show back on the road, Mr. Buds. And actually, the landscape could potentially be very different until next we meet at Villa Park uh, for the Forest game. Yeah, could be a really interesting month. Yeah, I keep forgetting about this whole Leicester game. It's been lingering over us for ages, wasn't it? It was due to be played ages. sandwiched in, yeah, and now it's been sandwiched in on the blind side. And an interesting week with a, you know, there's a few other games during the week where the teams around us you fancy would drop points. So this is a really big opportunity. Yeah. So let's go well, shall we? We shall. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.